0: Welcome, thank you for joining me. Um, if you have been following my page, you know this beautiful face. If you have not, shame on you. Go ahead and hit the like and subscribe, okay? But this is right. this is Carissa, and she has quite the testimony to share with you all this morning. So, I'm going to interview her. She's going to share her story. We should probably do a recap, just for those of you who... Want to catch up on what we're talking about? So, Carissa. <laughs> Good, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank
1: you so much for having me. Matt. I'm glad you came. <laughs> I am too. Um, we've been trying to get this done for a long time. So we yes. finally getting Thanks. around to I know. making it happen. <laughs> All these schedule changes, but yes, we are here. Yes. And as so, far as a recap, yeah. you mentioned. I, I went back and I looked at the previous video because I said, I need to know where I left them. Right, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So um, we we're talking about it's a journey, mm-hmm. and it has been a journey. And from the beginning um, and f- even finding uh, losing the vision or beginning to lose the vision mm-hmm. and um, then realizing what it really was to right. the removal of the tumor. Right. And that's where I was the whole, yeah. um, we were talking, we were about to talk about the ICU experience. Oh, yes. So in the journey of um, living life, you know, living your best life, everybody likes to say. Yes. And you're doing your own thing, yep. doing all the things. <laughs> <laughs> doing your own thing, just Mm -hmm. going about daily, then all of a sudden you can't see. Mm -hmm. And so life has changed Mm -hmm. tremendously. But you never know how much life is changing until you get in the midst of it. Right. And so um, the ICU, um, which um, I've been prepped by my doctor saying that when you have um, um, a craniotomy, Mm -hmm. you have brain surgery, it's very likely that you'll be kept on the respirator the first night and, and and all these things. So he had done a lot of prep around it. But uh, what, what I did not expect, I did not anticipate, and he didn't either, was the, um, the seizures Oh that yes, came. Yes. And that really put me in a precarious, it, it went from a um, ICU situation from an observance standpoint to and, uh necessary you know? right so right, I had right. to be there, and that's where we were and of course, I didn't even know what was going on uh at the time, but I know you guys were there, and I know Dwight was there and <laughs> and so it was like you know you you know because I knew I expected you to be there and Andrea and yeah, especially and know. all, so it's like um. But hearing the stories afterwards, where it's like, we were like, he came out and said, well, you guys be able to see her in about 20 minutes. And then two hours passed. And then this it was like, three hours passed. Yeah. yeah so I,
0: the two boys. And so at the time, I think Dwight, what, nine, eight or nine years old? Yeah. Was he was seven years. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Seven, so he was yeah. about eight years old. Yeah. So my son was about eight. And, um... We nickname him the professor because everything is a matter of fact. And he's just a kid that likes a lot of facts. Awesome funny kid. Great sense of humor. But he doesn't play when it comes to people that are in his circle. And even as a young boy, he was determined. He didn't understand what was happening to MTC, but he knew something was wrong. So when we were told after we waited all those hours <laughs> in a waiting room, but when we were told we're going to see her in a couple of hours, my child went and asked the nurse, um, excuse me. You said that we could see, see Miss Carissa and we're not seeing her. And so then because of the condition that we were, you know, that she was experiencing because of where she was, they were not going to let her go back there. Now, I need to also um, say something about this. During this period, while my friend is in the hospital fighting for her life, i look around and a longtime friend walks past the door mm. and she's a nurse and I was so shocked to see her because the last time Mm -hmm. I saw her was when I was in labor, having labored over 24 hours to deliver Dwight. (laughs) (laughs) And she was there. And then here it is, seven years later, she's walking past the door, she's transferred from one hospital to this hospital, Mm -hmm. and she's there on the floor. Right, and was determined to go in and check on my friend, and so <laughs> I just love how God lined this whole thing up. Yeah. Sharon didn't know Carissa, but Sharon yeah. has always been that type of person. person. Yes, I mean she knew where you were yes. with it, and,
1: the, and with Dwight inquiring the White Inquiry, she was he She said,
0: "I'm gonna find. Them. I'm gonna get an update for you." Yes, all. <laughs> yes. and I just You're love up. that. I love how the Lord, when He orders your steps how he also puts other people in the right place at the right yes, time. He does. Now, she has a wonderful story about a particular nurse. Oh, gosh, yes. But well, we're going to let her get to that point. Oh, yeah. But, okay, yeah, yeah, so that was our, our little, like, I, this child is determined to let me back there. So we yeah. finally got to go see. you. <laughs> go ahead. Yes, indeed.
1: <laughs> so the whole ICU experience was, um... I, I, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it was, um, it was different. You know, you can feel like I'm kind of floating here and I'm going through a situation and I'm aware of it, Mm -hmm. but I am just here and I'm, I feel like more of an observer than a participant. Right. And that's really how I felt through it. And, um, so I get up that morning and, um, here we are at the next day. And they start to make their assessments mm-hmm. about where I am and how I'm doing. And so we go through. And I'm still totally out of it. Um, still got everything connected. Mm-hmm. And so we get through the night. And I had a really good nurse that was there that night. And then here we come. We're at Saturday at this point. Right, at the Shift right,
0: changed. Right, shift change.
1: And um, so... They said, "Okay, we're gonna remove everything." And this is the first time that, and I don't know, if you've been in this position or not. But this is the first time I go to the bathroom on my own.
0: Yeah, party time! Take yeah, a break. Party time!
1: <laughs> and so um, they get me all ready for that, and I said, "Oh yeah, and you can brush your teeth and Ooh. all of this stuff." I mean, it's like independence. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. So I get up and and I go to do these things, and then I, just like. Wash my face, and I'm drying my face, and I'm coming out. I opened the bathroom door, and it's like six to ten people coming at me. Wow. And I was like looking at them like in a daze. And I was like, what's going on? And so it kind of just took me aback. And, and she said, come. And it was like, call out all these numbers, call out all these orders. And I am starting to get like lightheaded, but I didn't know what was going on. And so they get me to the bed, and then she's like, you know, Checker numbers, checker numbers. So apparently, my heart has decided to do its own thing, and um, they checked all the, the paddles or the, not paddles, but the pads and mm-hmm. all the connections. And it was like, and I could hear them saying, "Connection check." Or you know, they're these things mm-hmm. that I didn't know right, <laughs> what right, they right. were. And then um, they get me to the bed and they start working on me, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling like nothing. And uh, so they're just working, and the doctors are there, the nurses are there, and I, I'm lying in the bed, and I look to the side, and I see one—I see Lisa, one of our um, intercessory prayer members, and she's over there. She's walking in. She's got her phone and her purse in her hand, and I just see her like freeze, and then i, I went on, and I, I just like look back around, and so they're working on me, working on me, working on me, and then this nurse. The weekend shift nurse, mm. she comes up to me and she just she takes me. She said, "What are you feeling right now? What are you feeling right now?" I said, "I'm not feeling anything." I'm, I'm not. She says, "I need to." know. Then she pulled me right up to her face and she said, "I need to know exactly what you're feeling right now." She said, "I need you to fight." She said, "Let me just tell you right now, the devil is trying to take you, and I need you to fight." Mm. And I said, Ooh. "Okay." <laughs>
0: what, can <you> say? <laughs> what can you say to that? You know, that's a wake up call.
1: Yes, and um, for just how serious that was. And then later, mm-hmm. Lisa said, "I just dropped my purse and started calling the prayer team and telling them to pray." She said, "Because when I looked in that room, you were white as a ghost."
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: said. And this is not from a person that's just overly dramatic. Right. She this is knows from that. a believer. This right. is from a praying woman. And she knows. And not only that, I mean, she's been a patient advocate forever and a day. Right, I mean, She's right. been advocating she knows for she patients, knows like those patients need. Yeah. that are in need. And um, so, needless to say, you know, she went and she, they, they got me um, back. My, my uh, heart was going from, like, Two fifty, and then it would drop to about fifty. Whoa! Yes, and um, they were like, and then I would just go out, and then I would, they would come back, and she would bring me up and get my attention and talk to me. But the beauty of that, and just what I should have been feeling, and why she was saying to me, "What are you feeling? What are you feeling?" Is that for your body to go through that mm-hmm. and go from those extremes. And you don't feel anything. Yeah, God and his grace.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, his mercy. He spared me that. Amen. He spared me the experience of feeling that. Yes. And what I was going through it. And everything with the numbers shown. And they went back and checked the connections. They were like, well, maybe if something came loose, or But it wasn't anything mm-hmm. like that. It's what was really happening. what was really happening, and God and His grace. You know, really? He just saw me through it. And the next, um, so I ended up, I think, being there like five days or so, or four days. I think I was in ICU, which was supposed to be like an overnight stay. Right, big change. Yeah, big change. Yeah. And so, of course, that starts you start with the cardiac. Then, you know, do right, like you have right. a neural surgery, you, you, <laughs> you got a cardiologist. Nice <laughs> like to meet so you. Thing, yes. <laughs> So the weekend was really nice. The nurse, I, I, I tell you, it was just she was such a loving, she, mm-hmm. such a caring person. And she was just a weekend nurse. She told mm-hmm. me she said, I'm not even yeah, I just do weekends now. I've done all this stint with everything. She said, and my daughter's in college now. She said, so I I'm just trying to live life and I do this on the weekend, it's pretty wow. good. But she's committed. But she was oh, she was terribly committed. She was just like all over it. And then um I've been having like these really these headaches, and so, mm-hmm. like she was like looking at my head, and she was like, "He's he's gonna uh, snap your staples." He's, you know, you've really come around, mm-hmm. and she said, and um, I wants to do your hair. So she comes my hair and braids it. Aww. You know, the half a head a hair that I had, <laughs> she comes in and she just. But well, she, she took you. Oh yeah, <laughs> she took good care of me, you know. And so it's that kind of thing when God shows you grace, and He. He, he lets you have favor. I mean, this nurse that didn't know me from any other patient that she was going to be taking care of that mm-hmm. weekend, she came in and she just had such joy and she just had so much... Um, she just really loved what she did, and mm-hmm. she had so much care in her heart for and the people and for the child. oh yeah. yeah, I felt it and then when she talked to me and you know told me about that, she was a Christian, and she mm-hmm. said she said, "I know she said, Satan was really trying to take mm-hmm. you and she mm-hmm. went and called Andre, and she said, "Get up here now and um, because she had gone home for mm-hmm. a little while, mm-hmm. and she said, "You know, get up here now, and so she came and it was just um it was one of those times when you look and say, you know, you know God's with you and just and even from the beginning I really truly have faith and and, and my faith was not tested, I would say, but it was definitely put on it, definitely it, it was expanded. It, it was put on display. Expanded. That's yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely expanded because it, it, it took me to another level mm-hmm. that I had to really trust him. You know, what can you do? And that's true right. in everyday life. Right. Everything, this cup of coffee, you got to trust him mm-hmm. that this is going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Yeah, but you really have to trust him in those bigger things. And those are the things that we can expand and mm-hmm. we have to and we count on our, our faith him for that, Amen. but it's the little things, the everyday things that he wants us to look at as well. Mm-hmm. Because it, it and moving from, and you know, I got cleared by the cardiologist the next day. What, yes, <sighs> and I got my only oh God, got my oh, yeah, only oh God got my staples out the yes, next day, and was able to by that Monday move to a regular room. Mm-hmm. Only God and Yeah, only God Slept a lot But by that second day in that room I was They actually got me out of bed Yeah And I started trying to walk And so oh,
0: man.
1: That was, um, you know, an experience We had a change in the guards uh, Andrea had to go home and, and Mary came And so it was just And you and over were there the, the whole time
0: mm-hmm.
1: And so And I think you had airport duty Yes, I yeah. did
0: Yeah <laughs> And I'm just going to say, her sisters stole my little boy's heart. <laughs> That's right, because you got both of them. They, were, the they were just sitting yeah. my little boys were like... <laughs> which is good, you know. Yeah, it is good. God is so, so good. I love yeah. how you said God wants us to rely on our faith in the day-to-day But also, it's so important to have those day-to-day so when we face the big things. Oh, yeah. That's what we call on. You know, a lot of times, we have heard Mm -hmm. um, people share, oh, it's so important, your ear gate, your eye gate, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. But it's so important to know what you're putting in because like what happened with her, when you're not conscious of what's going on, you need to know what you're putting out. That's gonna be calling on the Lord. Not a whole bunch of cousin. Not a whole bunch of you know mad at somebody because they didn't pay you back ten dollars the other day. Or not a whole bunch of it's not fair. It's not fair. You don't have time for that. Really small stuff. You don't have time. (laughs) And it gets put in perspective when you you go through those situations. But if you don't have God, Mm. see that's my my thing. You know, I almost weep when I think about people who don't know Jesus. Who do not understand that there is one who is far greater than the situation you're facing. Yeah. There is greater. one that it may not turn out, ever turn out the way you wanted it to. Right. But thank God for Jesus. <laughs>